Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Conscious Man Podcast. I am Scotty P, your host. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for taking the time to come over here and listen. If you're new, welcome. Thanks for coming over. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us. This podcast is designed to enlighten you. Yes, I'm going to use that word. You have the capacity to be enlightened in this moment. And I don't mean the big enlightenment where you're like zenned out for the rest of your life. I mean you may gain some wisdom or some knowledge or a nugget of information that points you in the direction of change in your life in a positive way. That's what this is about. Positive change in your life, tools, tricks, tips, hacks that point you in the direction of awareness that exists within you. I'm not telling you any shit you don't already know. You know this shit. You already are enlightened. You just have to remember. We already know everything. We just forgot it all. So we wake up. And that's what I I hope to accomplish here is to point you inwards towards something you already possess within you. Because I'm certainly not fucking special and possess any skills that you don't. I just work my fucking ass off to have better relationships You got to put in the work. That's the thing. And you can. And you will. If you decide to. So thanks again. If you get some value from this podcast, shoot over to iTunes, write us a review, rate us. That's how we can move up the ranks. And uh, that's what we want. We want to reach more people, to impact more people. That is our goal. To impact as many people with positivity, love, connection, tools. To help elevate the collective consciousness of the entire universe. That is why I was incarnated in this body. I say it all the time. All right, let's jump into it, man. Yesterday... Had an amazing, 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 amazing... The whole weekend was amazing. But I noticed uh, that I had been practicing some of these tools that I speak about that I learned and uh, how helpful they were in a moment of reactivity. And I spoke a few episodes ago about the Nestor meditation. And the Nestor is a meditation where you drop into your body... And you check in to see what's happening for you in, a, in any moment. Because we're constantly being impacted by what's occurring outside of us. If somebody uh, got shot out in front of my house just now, I would certainly be impacted by that. Or the other day, my neighbor thought someone was breaking into her house and she called the police and there were six 
SUVs in front of my house and men with rifles walking down my driveway summoning me to get out of the house. I was fucking impacted by that big time. I was scared shitless. I thought they were coming for me for some reason and my son was with me and they called me out of the house and had me run over to my neighbors. These are six cop cars, all armed police officers, some of them walking down my driveway with drawn weapons and then the some summon, summoning me with hand gestures out of my house. Yes, I was impacted by that. I felt a little scared. Uh, I was at about an eight, which zero being calm and ready for connection and uh, 10 being blown out. So I was at, a, at an eight. What my, my emotional state was scared, super scared. My, the sensation in my body was like, just my whole body was contracted. My thoughts were around, fuck, I'm gonna go to jail. And uh, I was resourced enough in my breath to stay connected to myself. So that is the Nestor meditation. And the importance of it is, is that you can be with your experience. And that's what I want to talk to you about this morning is being with your experience. Try it on that we have an opportunity when we're triggered, triggered meaning scared, angry, you know, calm, whatever it is, we have an opportunity to stay with our experience, get underneath it, see what's occurring for us, and respond to whoever we're in relationship with at the time, or react. Try it on that is our responsibility to sit in that hot, hot fire of feeling anger or blown out or upset and not project. And by project, I mean projecting our feelings and our thoughts towards the other person in blaming them and making them wrong for how we're feeling. So yesterday, my son and I, it was amazing. We, we got up in the morning. We went and exercised. I longboarded. He rode his bike. We went to the park. We were hanging out, jumping, running, playing, climbing. Had a great experience. Uh, as, as typical for me, I have an extra key. And I just put that key in my pocket so not so I don't have to take like my whole keychain with my car keys and whatever else I have on there. So I took one key, put it in my pocket. We I longboarded to the park, which is about a mile or so away from our house. My son rode his bike. We were hanging out for about an hour and a half, two hours, exercising, playing jumping up and down, you know, climbing stuff, trees, and just having a great time. It was time for us to come back because we had to go watch uh, my daughter who was swimming. And that's a whole nother story. She did amazing, by the way. Crushed all of her events and couldn't be happier. 
So my son and I are heading back to the house. We get to the house, we get to the front porch, and I am like, it's hot as fuck. I'm ready to get in the house. I go to reach for my key. It is not in my pocket. Yeah, no key in the pocket, needing some water. It's 4,000 degrees in Texas. I'm sweating my balls off. I'm thirsty, so is he. I start to feel, so I'm noticing in my body what's starting to occur. I'm feeling some aggravation, some agitation. And as I searched for my key, I looked at my son and I was like, hey, Rocco, you don't have the key, do you? He's like, nope. And I said, well, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go back and, and find the key. There was no doubt in my mind that I was going to go find that key at all. There was no, but there was some agitation when my son was like, I'm going to stay here. For some reason, I felt abandoned. Excuse me. I felt a little bit of abandonment because I wanted him to come with me and go search for this key. And I had to go back by myself and I was feeling some you know, some anger a little bit, not much. I was probably at about a four. So I was still pretty resourced, you know, I, and I noticed it as I dropped into my body and I was just like, I, I was okay. I'm like, you know what? I got to do it. I'm the one man. I'm the leader of the family. I got to go back and get it. He doesn't need to come. He can stay here and just hang out on the porch in the shade. So I jump on the longboard and I'm flying back. And I'm loving it, man. I'm, ha- I'm enjoying it, actually. I mean, it was a beautiful day. It was sunny, and it was a nice breeze, man. And I was just really enjoying this opportunity, not getting caught up in making stories up. The only thing that occurred was I dropped the key. It wasn't anything other than that. It wasn't bad. It didn't suck. It wasn't fucked up. It wasn't any negative story that I could make up in my mind. All that was in that moment was I dropped the key at the park, period. And I had the opportunity to enjoy the process of going back on the longboard, enjoying the sunny, beautiful day with the wind in my face and just gliding back and forth down the street by myself while my son hung out on the porch waiting for me to come back and rescue him. That's kind of the idea I had, you know? Not that he needed to be rescued, but that I was going to save the day. I was the dad. I was setting setting sail on a journey to to save the day. I was the hero. And I and I went back to the park and as I sailed down this huge hill into the park, I went directly to the places that we were and in my mind and in those moments there was absolutely no doubt or no fear or no worry that I wouldn't find the key. I knew I would. I set it intentionally into my consciousness to do so. And I scanned 
the areas where we were. Got to the first place, boom. I'm looking around, nothing. I'm not discouraged. Get to the next one, boom, nothing. I'm still not discouraged. I am going to find the key. So I was doing these rail jumps on this, this short, picture this, this short railing, kind of a, a to separate the sidewalk from the grass. It was about two feet tall, green, you know, iron round rail. And I was jumping up over it, up and down on it, over it. Rocket was balancing on it, walking it. I got to the end, I looked down, I didn't see anything. I walked back and then I walked, I walked, walked down and started walking back again. And I got to the end of the rail and I looked down and my key is this yellow and blue and uh, green and white polka dot key. And there it was, bam. And I knew it, I just picked it up. I, was, I felt some excitement in my body. So I was, this is kind of the nester. I felt excitement. I was at about a, you know, I was pretty calm. So I was at about a one, two. Um, I was thinking about getting home and letting Rocco in the house and us having some lunch together. Uh, I was just breathing into my body to stay, you know, centered and focused and excited a little bit too. I was feeling some excitement and I took off. Jumped on the longboard, man. And I was excited that I got to exercise more because that is always fun for me. I enjoy that I got to put a couple more miles on the longboard. It was, it was a beautiful day, sun shining, people at the park. There was a guy with this cool horn and he was blowing it and I could hear that music he was making and all the kids running around and the parents and everybody exercising and the squirrels and uh, it was just amazing we were playing wiffle ball me and my son were playing wiffle ball earlier so that was really cool we just had an amazing experience together and this was part of it so I head back to the house and I'm flying flying back uphill and I come around the corner to my street and I see my son kind of out there peeking his head around the corner of the porch and I fly up and he looks at me and I look at him and he's like, you know, waiting in anticipation, you know, did you find it? Did you find it? And I looked at him. I said, what do you think? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. And I said, well, of course I found it. And I showed it to him and we went to get, to open up the front door and it wouldn't open. And I remember Rocco, before I left, had like a, uh, he found something long and sharp and was sticking it in the, in the lock. And I remember that. And I'm sticking the key in and I'm like, fuck, why won't it open? And then I, I started to feel anger and a little bit of rage. And I looked at him and I said, did you stick something in the key? And I started, my voice started to my tone started to change. My demeanor started to change. I was feeling some contraction and I could look at him and sense that he was feeling that from me and he may have been feeling frightened. And as a matter of fact, he was a little bit. And I kept, I kept going on and on. 
hey, did you stick something in there? Did you break something off in there? What, what happened? And I was almost like wanting him to confess or I was making up a story in my mind that he did that. So this is the importance of the nester meditation and being with your experience and recognizing when you're making up stories and you're projecting, like I'm projecting what I'm thinking to be, the, be true. And the fact of the matter was it was not true. It was just something that I was thinking. So a projection, when you're projecting your shit onto your partner or to your family member or to your friend or your coworker, it isn't based on anything that's real. It's a story you make up in your mind and you think it's real. Keyword, think that it's real and you project it onto them and they can feel it from you. So I started to notice that. And one of the other tools is taking a time out. I knew well enough that I needed to remove myself from the situation. So I called a time out knowing that I wasn't creating a connection between us. I was creating a separation. There was a rupture, a slight rupture, nothing major, but I could feel it. So I took a deep breath into my body. I took another deep breath into my body and I walked into the backyard. And as I did, I realized, oh, there's a back door to my house in my bedroom. And I'm imagining that it's the same key. I'm hoping that it's the same key because I can't get the lock open in the front fucking door. For some reason, I don't know why. So I thought to myself, I need to go back, get my son, bring him around the back, open up this back and hopefully get this back door open. I was hoping that that was the case, that the key was the same. So I grab him, I look at him, I'm like, come on in the back and we're gonna try to get in the, the back door here. Stick the key in the door, Kind of close my eyes in the hopes that it opens. My son is sitting behind me in anticipation. And bam, bada bing, bada boom, it opens the door. We are saved. So we both come in the house. I sit my son down on the couch and I kneel down to his level and I look at him. And I say, hey, Rocco, this is another tool, man, owning your shit. I needed to own my projections and my anger. Not just say I'm sorry, but own my shit. Tell my son how I was showing up. And if that was true, and let him feel safe. So I knelt down next to him. I looked him in the eye. I put my hand on his knee. And I said, Rocco, I noticed earlier that you kind of contracted and pulled away when I started to raise my voice. And uh, I imagine that scared you a little bit, you know? And he looked at me and he said, yeah, Dad, it did. And I said, that makes sense to me. And I said, I just was a little, I was feeling some anger. I owned my feelings. I told him what I was feeling, not blame, not blaming him for how I was feeling. I kept it on my side by doing, by using an I statement. I felt anger. I felt frustration. 
because of the situation that we were in and I kind of projected it towards you and I want to own that. And he said, yeah. And I said, you know, do you, do you feel, do you feel like seen by me? Do you feel understood that I'm understanding, you know, how you were feeling in, in that? And he said, yeah. And I hugged him and I kissed him. And it was beautiful. We were back in connection. We were back in relationship. And we celebrated. I, we made lunch. We hung out. We uh, drank water, <laughs> which was great. We didn't, you know, and another thing was we were heading out the door after lunch to go watch my daughter at a swim meet that was super important to her. So there was a lot going on. And uh, we... The best part about this is we got back into connection, back into relationship. I owned my shit. I used the Nestor tool. I recognized my projections of what I thought was occurring simply wasn't the truth. And we worked through a slight rupture in our relationship, nothing major, by utilizing these tools and how important they are for all of us to navigate our relationships, in my experience. So that was my adventure yesterday, and I'm glad that I got to share it with you. And the moral of the story is, a lot of times we are projecting what we think is real, and it's just a story in our head. So these tools, the Nestor meditation, go back to a couple of... uh, Episodes back, practice the nester. It is an important tool in my experience that you can use to drop into your body and to check in with yourself, with your partner, with your friends, whatever. This is the way that I get down now. This is the way my family gets down. This is the download my children are getting. And it's, uh, it's been really, really life-changing for me and my kids and for my interactions with everyone out there in the universe, my ex-wife, when I can practice that, things with her. So go back, check out the Nestor meditation, practice it, own your shit. You got to own your shit, man. You can't be projecting your shit on other people, but you have to be aware that you're doing it too. So it's important. Nestor meditation, own your projections, own your shit, be in your body, take responsibility for how you're showing up in the world. And in my experience, you will have a happier, healthier, you will have happier, healthier relationships with all the people that you care about in your life. All right, have an amazing, wonderful, fantastic Super duper awesome day, night, evening, afternoon, whatever it is for you. I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me. I enjoyed this telling you this story. It made all the difference in the world in my relationship with my son. And I think it will for you if you can practice these tools. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can email me at scott. P-A-G-S-214 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on social media. DM me 
I am me, Scott Nitty on Instagram. You can hit me up at Scott Pagliaccio, P-A-G-L-I-A-C-C-I-O on Facebook. I would love to answer your questions. Thanks again for joining and I will check you out tomorrow. Peace.